The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I hate to say it, but it's sunny and beautiful here today. Uh, and I feel so sorry for those of you on the East Coast who are in all that snow. I truly do. Um, take a look at the self-improvement blog. You'll see that our new blog is not up. We had all kinds of roadblocks to that. We've had to totally shift gears. And so hopefully by the end of this week, we'll have a brand new blog with lots of new features and hopefully more interactive. So, you know, come and take a look at the blog. Be sure you come and take a look at the the picture of today's guest, I'm not going to tell you about it. Just open up the announcement to the radio show and you'll know that he knows what he's talking about. You'll know what I mean. There's a saying among those of us who are in our later years that it goes like this. If I had known I would live to be this old, I would have taken better care of myself. I hear it all the time. Unfortunately, when you're young, you think your body's immortal as well as indestructible. And so you do too much. You may drink too much, eat too much, lift too much, drive yourself too hard. I think we all probably did that. You throw caution to the winds with the food you put in your body. Um, you can be wishy-washy and undisciplined when it comes to your exercise. Now, these bad habits, which... I hate to say probably most of us have, combined with all the chemicals and all the junk in our food and beverages, and that combined with a sedentary lifestyle, many of us live now sitting in front of the computer all day, sets us all up for trouble. I don't care what age you are. I have a grandson who sits in front of the computer playing games most of the time when he's home, and I'm trying to find creative ways to get him up and outside. Yeah, the day of reckoning is going to come. Your body is very forgiving for a long time, and then all of a sudden it says enough already. For some, this reckoning is going to come sooner rather than later. The incidence of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, obesity, and more bad things are all on the increase. And so what are we going to do about it? Today we're going to talk about it. And we're going to get some ideas of what we can do. And to do that, we have with us our, our weekly expert, Dr. Robert Drabkin. Dr. Drabkin is a healthcare provider who's board certified in, in internal medicine, 
medical oncology and palliative care. He is in active practice working to save lives and improve quality of life through the education of his patients. I love this. He provides up-to-date knowledge and guides his patients through their illnesses, exercises, and diets. You can't say that about too many physicians, and I really appreciate it. He's been in active practice as a doctor for over 36 years. Dr. Drapkin is currently, I have 70. He just told me that he's 71. He started training as a bodybuilder when he was in his 50s. And if you go to the blog, you'll see what he has done. He has been a competitive bodybuilder for 17 years and has won many titles and contests. I would think the field would be beginning to be narrowed in your 70s, but maybe not. He recently trained for a national event in July of 2015, not long ago. And I am absolutely delighted to have him with us today. Dr. Drapman, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you very much, Irene. I am so, so much, delighted to so know So much that I agree with. What? You said so many things that I completely <laughs> agree with. I mean, you, you've covered um, much of what I can say. I can fill in some oh, of the Oh, we're going to fill in lots of blanks. It's my passion, too. I'm, a, I'm an old war horse nurse, and I, have, I share this passion with you. Uh, well, let's start at the beginning. My first question is always this, and it's always the most fascinating question. Tell us about yourself. Who is Dr. Robert Drapkin? Well, I was born in upstate New York. My dad was a GP. He didn't speak English well. He's from Russia. I knew I was going to be a doctor from the day I was born. I went to medical school. It was my entire life. I've learned everything I know from my patients. I've taught in academic medicine. I've been in private practice. And what frustrates frustrates me the most is what's happening today when most people go to their primary care doctor, the provider, and they tell the doctor during their 12 minutes of discussion or less or that, less. You know, that your, my blood pressure is a little high. The doctor says, well, don't worry about that. That's part of the aging process, when in truth, it is not part of the aging process. Your doctor may tell you, well, my blood, your blood sugar is a little high. Take these pills. Well, that's, it's just part of the aging process. It's not part of the aging process. As we get older, we lose about 1% of our muscle mass each year, starting in your 30s. As you lose muscle mass, you become less active and weaker. You do less. You actually put on body fat. And if you put on enough body fat, your body fat will make hormones and chemicals which lead to hypertension, type 2, more maturity onset diabetes, cardiovascular disease, renal dysfunction, and dementia, and of course, impotence. So, we need to stop thinking this is part of the aging process and cure these metabolic conditions And we only have three things that we really control, and that's our diet, our exercise, and our supplements or medications. um, And I think you 
the most important thing is your health. And to stay healthy and have a healthy lifestyle, you have to know what foods are good, what foods are bad, and you have to exercise. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's not always so easy to do anymore, you know, these days. Um, I think it's, easy. it's easier than, you, than most people think, Irene, because if you do, you can get by literally with 20 minutes of exercise each week at the minimum. But if you do what's called high-intensity interval training, which is really simple to do, that may be sufficient. I know the CDC recommends 150 minutes of moderate exercise every week, and that may be more the, more time than most people can devote to exercise. But if you do an example of high-intensity interval training, maybe to go for a brisk walk for five minutes, and then for one, 30 seconds to one minute, walk as fast as you can. You repeat that three times, you're done for that day. Do it three times a week, you're done. Can you say that again? Go for a brisk walk for how long? Five minutes? Four four to five minutes. Four to five minutes, and then you go as fast as as you can. For 30 seconds to one minute. You do that three times, you're done for that, that day. You do it three times a week, you're done for the week. Well, I'll tell you why I'm so interested in that. I have a dog. We go to the dog park every day. There's a group of us who walk. There's three of us who meet at the same time every day, and we walk. And we walk probably a mile because we go around and around and around the dog park, and it's big. And we're all past 65. And I'm thinking, this would be really great if we could start walking like this. Sure, it's actually... We do it every day. Is every day too much? Well, it depends on how you feel after you do it. Some, for some people, 30 seconds is as much as... Some people, it's, it's fine. Some people need less. Some people need more. But your body, if you do it regularly, your body adapts and you improve. So you can go from 30 seconds to high, inten- high intensity to one minute. And studies at the universities show that this really, this type of exercise gives you the maximum benefit without much injury, without any injury, really. And when I say benefit, I mean your cell metabolism improves. You decrease what's called insulin resistance and leptin resistance. These are fancy terms, which means your cells function better and you're less likely to get type 2 diabetes. Your blood pressure drops. You're healthier. Your body was designed to exercise. You have long, you know, we have long legs. We have elastic heels. We have small toes. We were designed for really long distance running. That's how our species became the most important species on the planet because we have great endurance. We're not the fastest species, but we can outrun, we can outlast most other animals. And that's how we became the number one species on the planet. Because we can exercise. 
because I want to talk about the study that was done by the American, well, it was announced at the annual American Heart Association meeting. Um, I think it was done December last year or announced last year uh, about our health. Uh, I think this is just a critically important number that everybody should be aware of, especially those of us who are older. You know the study I mean. Sure. Uh, talk a little bit about that and what they found, because I think to start there is such a good place to let people realize how important this is. Well, people who exercise live longer. It's very simple. You have less incidence of cardiovascular disease, low, lower incidence of hypertension, less renal failure, and less dementia. When you exercise, your the part of your brain for memory actually increases in size, and your memory improves. In fact, you can demonstrate that every organ in your body improves with exercise. So it's usually the missing ingredient in most people's health care plan. You know, you think extra exercise is the is the most important. Other and exercise and diet, of course, are very important. They work together to prevent metabolic problems. But you have to know how to eat as well as how to exercise. You need to Yeah, yeah I, I, I wanted to, uh, but, but in this study, did, do I remember it correctly? Didn't it say that 94% of us don't take good care of ourselves? 94%? Well, it's, it's that over 60% of uh, people in the United States are overweight or obese. And we are living longer, but we're living longer with chronic metabolic diseases that are palliated by the medicine that we take for hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and our elevated lipids, elevated uh, LDLs. So it's these medications that enable us to have, to, to think that we're healthy when in fact we're just palliating these conditions, not and really on, eliminating them. On that note, I want you to th Think about all the medicine, medicine you take and what your diet is like while we go to break. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more with Dr. Drapkin in just a moment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Robert Dravkin, and we're talking about getting healthy. Don't we all need that? I, I hope all of you had a chance to look at Dr. Drapkin's picture on the self-improvement blog. On the front page, you see his picture with his stethoscope around his neck. And when you open it up, you see a picture with him in his bodybuilder pose. And you tell me if you think he looks like he's 70 years old. I think you just simply have got to go and take a look there. I want to ask you before we get back into talking about diet and exercise and all those things, Dr. Drapkin, how did you realize you needed to make a change and what led you to bodybuilding and how has your life changed? How has it benefited you to do that? It's, I oh, mean, sure, I mean, so um, <laughs> I, was, I was 48. I had took, went on a family vacation in Cozumel. And we took pictures of ourselves in bathing suits. In those days, we had to send the film to a, to be developed, and they mailed back the photographs. When I looked at the photographs, I said, who's the fat guy with the pot belly and the double chin and the ridiculous attitude? That was me. Oh, wow. I was 48. So I joined, when I got back home from my vacation, I joined a gym. And since I went to medical school, I thought I knew pretty much everything uh, that I needed to know about diet and exercise. And after two years of gym membership, my body had not changed. I clearly did not know enough to make any real change in my body fat, my, my muscles. So I asked for some help. I met a, uh, a gentleman who was an expert in nutrition and exercise, and he was a champion bodybuilder. He was a personal trainer, and I was lucky enough to be able to work with him, and I've continued to work with him for over 17 years. He taught me about, the, about nutrition, which your diet is really the most important factor in loss of body fat. You have to eat healthy food. You have to eat food that doesn't immediately convert to sugar and immediately get stored in your body as fat. Let me ask you a question. Sure. All doctors take the Hippocratic Oath, right? Yes. And Hippocrates said, and I, I never will forget this, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. 
But today, doctors don't study nutrition. They don't know about nutrition. They don't understand nutrition. I'm not saying all of them, but many of them don't. And they want to give you a pretty little pill uh, for whatever ails you. That's There's correct. a lot of incongruence here uh, that you, uh, an internist even, was not taught nutrition which really could, in most instances, replace any medicine that you prescribed. Why? How, is that, how, can, how can that be? Why? How can, can it be changed? Are doctors beginning to learn now about nutrition and its importance? Doctors, I can't tell you what they're teaching medical school today because I don't know what they teach today. I know that professional athletes know more about nutrition than most doctors. Your Olympic athletes, your professional athletes, your bodybuilders, your, uh, your uh, basically those who uh, some form of exercise is an important part of their life. These are the people that know about nutrition. These, you know, the Internet is full of information and misinformation, but it is all out there. Everything I know about diet and nutrition comes from a scientific study and the results of these studies are published on the internet. Everywhere. Do you think it's because doctors are taught to deal with illness instead of wellness? Exactly. Doctors are taught to treat disease. What's more important is to prevent these metabolic diseases from happening by eating a healthy diet and by exercise and you need to do both. You can't just do one without the other. It's, your body doesn't do well if you don't exercise. If you are inactive, you will gain body fat, and the body fat at some point will start to make you sick. It, it's inevitable. Not everybody who's overweight gets sick, but most people who are overweight eventually do get sick. It's just uh, like, like everybody knows we're all slightly different. But when it comes to nutrition, the rules apply to just about everybody. That you, In order to stay healthy, you really have to have a, a less sugar in your diet. You need to eat protein for satiety and to replenish and rebuild your muscles. You need to exercise to keep yourself metabolically healthy. Um, and, it, and you need to basically have a goal and measure your path toward that goal, because if you can measure something, you can control it. A good, simple thing for most people would be just to measure their weight every morning, maybe once a month measure their waist size, and make adjustments, because with good, a healthy diet and, and a regular exercise, your body will change, and your needs will change. And most doctors don't you know, to, to supervise somebody's diet and exercise, you really, um, it's a hands-on, full-time job. You know, you have to see people frequently, help them understand that when things are working and when things are not working and what changes to make. But, you, you know, know dynamic- when, you go in, when you go into a doctor's office and you weigh and you're obviously well overweight, uh, they say to you something like, you need to go on a diet. You've got to get this weight off. 
Mm-hmm. But there's no follow-up. There's no, right. do you know what a good diet looks like? How can I help you uh, read well, this book or go to this website? Yeah. There's none of that. And there's well, so I just, much I just stuff published a book. It's on Amazon right now, and it's called Over 40 and Sexy as Hell. Oh, I in like a, it. In, in this book, it covers diet nutrition, how your body works, how your, how your body works with the foods that you eat, what happens to the food, where it goes, and also how to exercise. And exercise is complicated. It's not so simple. You have to warm up each muscle group, exercise each muscle group once a week, and do dynamic stretching, and you have to build up your core muscles so you don't get back problems. It's, it's, it, but it's all in this book. This book is a path, a guide to all you need to know about diet, exercise, and staying healthy and preventing metabolic diseases like diabetes, hypertension, coronary artery disease, growth, and dementia. And when does it come out? It's available right now on Amazon.com. The title is called Over 40. And Sexy as Hell. It was written by myself. I wrote 90% of the words in the book. In it is pictures of my associate, Doc uh, Donnie Kim, who's a uh, world-class master trainer, and Ashley Gass, who is a world-class trainer for women. The three of us put our heads together and wrote this book. Oh, well, we'll have to have one of you back on and talk about this book. Um, Over 40 and Sexy as Hell. I can't imagine that there's a woman on the planet that wouldn't like to read that book unless she weighs 15 pounds or something. You know, we, we all would like to have that. You're talking about people who are in their 40s and 50s, but see, I think it starts when they're kids and they're getting all this stuff on TV about cocoa puffs or whatever the stuff is that they're pushing on little kids on you're, the cartoon shows. You know, I, you're I absolutely just, right, Irene. You're absolutely correct. I, you know, this is why many of us continue to have cravings for sugar or high glycemic carbohydrates like cocoa puffs or desserts. These cravings started because our body became used to these high glycemic carbohydrates. These sugars stimulate the same portion of the brain that narcotics do, except sugar is more addictive than narcotics. And that's why we, as adults, have these cravings to eat things which are not healthy for the body. The other day, I spent the night at my son's with my grandson, who's nine. Got up the next morning. I said, I'm going to fix some breakfast. Uh, what would you like for breakfast? And he said, I don't eat breakfast. And I said, you should eat breakfast. I'm going to make eggs. You want an egg? And he said, no, I don't eat eggs. And I said, what do you eat? And he said, I don't want anything right now. And about 20 minutes later, he, I went in, and here he is sitting with a bag of Cheetos or something, something that I don't recognize because I don't buy that stuff. And I'm thinking, no wonder, no wonder he's tired. No wonder. Yes. Well, it's, studies do show that you need a minimum of three meals a day 
Because if you miss a meal, say you skip breakfast, when you will develop a hunger that you can't control. You cannot really choose healthy foods. You'll eat anything that's in front of you if you miss a meal and get very hungry. But three meals are the minimum. I generally eat five meals a day that are small, and, and there's a protein serving with each meal. I don't. I eat low glycemic carbohydrates, which are salads and vegetables. And I and basically um, um, with protein, I'm always feeling satisfied and full. And your body needs protein to rebuild your muscles. You also need essential fats, like you do need cholesterol in your diet because your brain is mostly cholesterol. Your nerves require cholesterol. All your hormones are based on the cholesterol molecule. So you and can't we have fat-soluble fat. vitamins. You can't even use some yes. of the vitamins unless you have some fat. Yes. And, it, and if you exercise, you do need supplements like vitamins. Because on a healthy diet, sometimes you don't get all the nutrition you need, especially if you exercise high intensity. You need those extra calcium and vitamin D and fish oil and multivitamins. Uh, fish oil is really important, So is and many, many people are vitamin D deficient here in Florida. In Florida, and they are in Arizona, too, and we have sunshine. As you get older, and I'm old, uh, your skin doesn't efficiently make the vitamin D that it used to when exposed to the sun. So, and we don't go out as much either. Yeah, we're all afraid to get skin cancer, and it's a real fear. So I think taking a vitamin D supplement is essential. And I totally agree with you. And guess what? It's time for us to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about what a really healthy diet looks like. So stay yeah. tuned. We'll be back with more with Dr. Drapkin in just a moment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Robert Drakken. We're talking about becoming healthy. Um, he is basically looking at get, regaining or gaining health after 50, um, but we're actually talking about just being healthy no matter what age you are. We were talking about diet before we went to break. Dr. Drapkin, what does a healthy diet look like? What should it have in it? Well, you need a healthy diet contains all of what we call macronutrients, protein, carbohydrate, and fat. You need all three. You also need some micro, micronutrients and vitamins and supplements. But the big, the big picture is you need to eat food that doesn't cause medical, uh, metabolic problems. And, and much how do you know what that is? Well, a lot of our food is processed. In other words, sure, uh, the fiber in the food is taken out and sugar is added. When that occurs, the, the, the product may taste sweet and may sell more, but it is not as healthy as the natural single-source food, the food that originally was before it was processed. In other words, if it grows in the ground, if it runs, swims, fly, or flies, you can eat it. If it's, it's man-made and processed, if, if it's in a box, it's been processed. Something has changed. Fiber has been taken out, and sugar has been added. Fiber is really a very important part of our diet. It's a carbohydrate that we cannot absorb, but it's important because it slows down the absorption of sugar, the sugar in some of our other carbohydrates. What's a carbohydrate? A healthy carbohydrate are our vegetables, our salads. Some of our fruits are healthy. Some of them have a little too much sugar, and but it is always better and healthier to eat the fruit but not eat the ju- not drink the juice. Juice has mostly sugar and water, and it and that sugar immediately increases our insulin levels, and immediately is stored by your body as fat, or it is burnt as a source of energy. But it is never eliminated. So fiber is really important, and it, it is what's missing in most packaged foods, most and most processed foods. So you need a good source of protein. That's protein is eggs, fish, chicken, beef. Usually without the and the other part of the diet that's quite often misunderstood are the calories. Calories are useful in the, in the broad sense. They give us a starting point in our diet where we. So we know that if we 
burn more calories than we take in, we will start to lose weight. How do you find how many calories you need? Well, the simplest method is to go to your computer or, or cell phone and ask Google to ask, estimate your, uh, the amount of calories you need each day based on your height and weight and activity level. And you, the Mayo Clinic a website will help you with that. But it's just a starting point. Let me ask Most you this. When, when you go into the grocery store and you read the labels, it seems, mm -hmm. and I read an article on this not long ago, you can read the label, but you still have no idea really how much sugar is in that because they call it by other names these days. How can we know what we're, well, if we stay away from processed food altogether, then we know we have a, a, a you know, a carrot or um, you know, some lettuce or whatever it is we have. But if you have any processed food, you have really no idea what's in it, do you? So the healthiest food is the food that's not in a box, has no label, it grows in the ground, or runs, flies, or swims. That's yeah. the healthy food. What about Every, everything milk? else? Well, dairy, it, it, it uh, depends. Some dairy products, like whole milk for adults, is what's called a high insulogenic food. It increases your insulin levels very high, very quickly, and it's unusual in that regard. And for that reason, adults should not drink whole milk. You, uh, your calories do count. Thus, skim milk is probably a much healthier food. I prefer to tell my patients to stick with Greek yogurt that's unflavored, which is high in protein, low in carbohydrate, or low-fat cottage cheese. Because in the big picture, calories do count, and you need to eat fewer calories than you burn, and that way you can lose a little body fat. You know, if you want one activity which will make you live longer. In, in every scientific study, cutting your calories, calorie decrease will increase longevity. In every species that it has been tested, including humans, including um, all animal species. So we probably are consuming too many calories in our diet as a, as a, in general. So a slight fast or a slight decrease in calories is important. And when you have enough protein in your diet, you really don't feel the hunger that you would. Uh, what about some the fact, of these, I call them what? fake foods, but what about, well, I, I wouldn't touch it, anything that said diet, anything on it, but what about things like soy milk and mm -hmm. almond milk and some of the things that are supposed to substitute for the things well, that we we have to understand that we're constantly bombarded with marketing from food companies. Specifically, McDonald's targets children yeah. because it has playgrounds. And once they capture the children, they capture the parents who are uh, the children demand go to go to McDonald's, and the children are there for life. And the marketing is there. Marketing is, is really um, makes us eat. Uh, bad quality food, simply put. 
Uh, you have to read labels, and if you don't understand what's there, you have to look things up. But companies do try to deceive you, specifically when something is marked heart-healthy. Heart-healthy means it is, low, it is lower in fat and um, salt and sodium. It has nothing to do with sugar. And sugar is what makes people fat. So heart healthy is not heart healthy. It's misuse of a label because most of us believe what we read on a label. But you can't. Yeah, the same about you know low calorie or diet, whatever it is. I the one that really amuses me, but it's sad. Are diet cookies? <laughs> yeah, they're high. They're they may be high in sugar, and but reduced in fat, and they're called diet. They're it, called it's, diet. You know that that thinking is what has increased the incidence of cardiovascular disease over the last twenty years. Is the fact that twenty years ago, doctors here. This last year, I've heard a lot about, and I can't think of his name. Some man who really is into healthy eating has gone to school after school after school to help them feed the children more nutritious meals, and he's basically been been shut out. How do we reach the children who become the adults soon? We have to educate how, how do we teach people when they never see it? You know, we don't eat well at school. We don't eat well at home. When do we learn to eat in a healthy way? How do we change well, that? That's a, that is a challenge because even today, not everybody agrees with the government's recommendations in their food pyramid to feed our children at school. Not everybody's in agreement with the amount of carbohydrates and the, and the labeling of tomato sauce or pizza as a vegetable. You know, these things just don't work. Um, you have to um, look at what, basically, the people who eat the healthy diets are the professional athletes and the Olympic athletes and people who read and are interested in healthy food. They're the ones who have a healthy diet, and it's really knowledge. You have to know about nutrition, and much of that information is available, but it's not taught in schools. It's not taught anywhere. What about all the diet pills that people take to lose weight? Now, is that healthy? Well, Can they do this with just diet alone and exercise? Well, it's that, that's a really important question. Um, it depends. People want to do something, and they want to do it in a hurry. And if they do it in a hurry by taking diet pills and a, a fasting diet, they will lose weight, but they'll lose both muscle and body fat. Their body will adjust to these changes, and eventually you'll stop losing weight, and you have to change. You, you're, you have to change what you do. You can't get... so. To be a, have a healthy lifestyle is a slow process. I always equate it to the race won by the turtle, not by the hare. This is a pathway. There's no beginning and end to a diet. There's only a healthy lifestyle, which is a path forever. And that's 
And you have to change what you do as your body changes. And everybody's a little different. You know, some people want to be bodybuilders. Some people want to be long-distance runners. Some people just want to take a healthy walk and feel good. And all of these require slightly, you know, different diets and different uh, exercises. But you can't get away from the fact that you, you need a health, you have to have healthy food, not processed food, and you need to exercise probably each muscle group in your body once a week. That way you'll be healthy forever. And all of that's in your book, Over 40 and Sexy as Hell? That is all in my book. <laughs> Over 40 and Sexy as Hell. And it's a fun book. It has pictures uh, of my trainer, pictures of me before I started the diet and before I started to exercise. And I really am dissatisfied, as you are, Irene, with what's going on in our country today. The lack of information, the fact that most doctors don't give time to just instruct people in diet and exercise, and your, your 12 minutes gets you some pills that work, but it's not, but they're palliative pills. They don't cure the disease. They don't prevent disease. They just make you feel that you're healthier because you're taking your medication. You're controlling your blood sugar. You're controlling your blood pressure, but you still have a metabolic condition, and you'll have it unless you change your lifestyle. And on that note, I want you to think about that. In fact, while we go to break, maybe mm, I shouldn't say you shouldn't listen to what they say, but why don't you go take a look at your medicine cabinet and come back thinking about how much stuff you're taking. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Dr. Robert Drapkin, saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We're on our last lap with Dr. Drapkin, and I really am going to be sorry to see this show end because it allows me to be on my soapbox, but he says the tough stuff. Uh, This is such important information. During the the break, we talked a little bit about supplements and how important they are. Um, And I think maybe, Dr. Drapkin, you need to speak to supplements and some of the things people need. We didn't used to need all these things when we had fresh vegetables just picked for dinner. You know, my mother used to go out the garden and pull the carrots or whatever we were going to have for dinner, and it was fresh. We didn't take vitamins then, didn't really have that much need. But now we don't know whether we're getting anything in our food. What's the most important kind of supplements that people need these days? Well, today in in the United States, there are... uh, a, a very high incidence of vitamin D deficiencies. And so vitamin D is an important vitamin to have a normal level in your body because it makes all of your hormones work better. It improves metabolism. And in the absence of adequate vitamin D, you will start to lose bone density and you're at increased risk for osteoporosis, which is low bone density, and increases your risk for for bone fracture. So a vitamin D supplement for most people is good because many of us now don't go out in the sun. We don't get 15 minutes of sun exposure every day. And as we age, our skin produces less vitamin D when exposed to the sun. So it is reasonable to take a vitamin D supplement if you're over the age of 40 or 50. Uh, calcium is also something that can be, well, postmenopausal women start to lose bone density, and I think a calcium and vitamin D supplement is a reasonable option as well. Um, if you are actively exercising, I think it's very important to take a multivitamin to make sure that you're getting sufficient micronutrients to help you repair your muscles and increase the density of your bones and improve your hormone function. Normal hormone levels are very essential as well in order to be metabolically healthy. The thyroid is important to be checked by a doctor once once a year. And in addition, you know, normal testosterone and estrogen levels are important as well. If you have low hormone levels, you will feel weak and tired all the time. You won't be able to build muscle, and you'll increase body fat. It's that simple. So we've talked about diet. We've talked about supplements. We've talked a little bit about exercise. Uh, We talked about the the high-intensive interval training. What other kind of exercise then should they put? If they're planning a program and they've planned a diet that's balanced, they've planned good um, nutritional supplements, what's the best exercise? Should older people be doing weight training or, you know, what, what should we be doing for an overall? Well, that's a good, that's an important question. Irene, you always ask important questions. Your oh, body thanks. is, 
is does not do nothing well. In other words, if you're inactive, your body metabolically will be unhealthy. Your body benefits from what's called cardiovascular exercise, and your body benefits from resistance training. These are different. You need both. You need to do cardiovascular exercise, which makes your cells metabolically healthier. And by that, I mean your cells become very sensitive to insulin. You have normal electrolytes. You have normal hormone levels. And your body's very happy and functions well. Okay, give me an example of cardiovascular exercise. Well, walking, jogging, running, swimming, bicycling, treadmill, elliptical. Anything that gets your heart rate up then. Yes, and it's important to get your heart rate up and to lower your resting pulse and to lower your blood pressure. And in doing cardiovascular exercise, you will do all three. Okay. What addition, about resistance training then? Well, like I said earlier in the program, during your 30s, you start to lose 1% of your muscle mass every year. When you lose muscle mass, you become weaker and less active. When you become less active, you tend to gain body fat. So I recommend that everybody should exercise each muscle group once a week. And by each muscle group, I mean this. You have pushing exercises, upper body, just pushing away like you would do in a, in a push-up or pushing a, a bar in, in some of the resistance machines. So we have pushing exercises, which are basically chest and shoulder and triceps. You do that, those, those muscles, you exercise those muscles once a week. The second group of muscles are in your legs. And I recommend you exercise your legs with resistance, uh, light weights once a week. And the third area is uh, pulling, which are basically your back and bicep muscles. In addition, before you do any of these exercises, you need to do what's called uh, stretch, dynamic stretching, where you basically get blood flowing into the muscles. And you do what's called core exercise. Your core muscles connect your hips to your chest or your chest to your hips. All the muscles in between, the ones you can see on your abdomen, the ones you can't see inside, the muscles that hold your back together, these are your core muscles. And they're very specific muscle exercises that you can do to strengthen your core and prevent the need to have back problems and go to the back doctor with back pain, which is a very common problem. And In I my hate book, to say this. Yeah, we're right up at the end of the show. So I'm going to say, get this book, Over 40 and Sexy as Hell. Do it now. And another exercise is to push away from the table. Dr. Drapkin, thank you so, so much for being with us today. You're welcome, Irene. Thank you for having me, dear. We're going to have to do this again. We'll get that book and we'll go at it again. Uh, this is Very Irene Conlon with my guest, Dr. Uh, Dr. Robert Drapkin, saying thank you so much for being with us today. Get his book, Over 40 and Sexy as Hell, and come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show.
Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.